Today we're talking about keeping off the extra pounds. Many struggle with keeping off that extra poundage, and we're on the brink here of hollow thankmas with Halloween, then Thanksgiving, and then Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's.、Uh, it's going to be back to back to back family gatherings, desserts, meals, drinks,、um, vacations. Uh, it's coming at us, and I just want to let you know to give you the mindset of how to keep off this extra poundage. What do we do? But more importantly, just in a regular day basis,、uh, how this you know extra pounds that is, and eating bad food could not contribute to your health. It's definitely not contributing to your health.、Uh, how it could be a danger of your health and some medical issues that I've faced in the past personally.、Uh, so yeah, today for episode 143, keeping off the extra pounds. Welcome, everyone, to another amazing episode of the Fitness Crew Podcast. It is episode one hundred and forty-three of the show. Hope you guys are having an amazing day, and thank you so much for joining me on one forty-three. How to keep off those extra damn pounds around this time of year? Weight. Gain is prevalent. It's very、uh, common, and many folks struggle with it. The struggle, I think, with weight gain. This is going to be a weight loss firestorm. the The struggle, I think, with weight gain, is that this time of year really sucks for those folks who struggle with gaining weight. And it really, it's number one. It's a hundred percent your fault. It's a hundred percent your fault. Okay, if you're overweight, hundred percent your fault. No one else's fault. It's your fault. Um, number two, some people struggle with that, having a deal that no, they know it's their fault. Maybe that adds to the stress. I think when you address that it's your fault, and you're not okay with it, but you acknowledge it, is a huge first step. The next three months—October, November, December—are the three worst months of the year with regards to weight gain. And what happens is, because this is about 25% of our year, it compiles. And the weight gain we gain here, we may lose 10 of the 15 pounds we put on in the next three months. So, say we put on 15, next year we may lose 10 of it, but we're still plus five for the year. And then you calculate that by 10 years, and you're still plus 50 pounds. So I'm a math guy. I'm a numbers guy. I like numbers, and I always go by those numbers. If you're netting five pound gain every year. For the last five years, you're projected to gain another five next year. Nothing's going to change unless you change. So you can project that in 20 years you're going to gain 100 pounds, and that's extremely realistic. Say when you were 18 years old, you were 180 pounds, and when you're 28, you're 280 pounds, and then when you're 38, you may be 380 pounds. Obviously, it doesn't work like that. Your body doesn't grow 100 pounds every 10 years. But people have gained 100 pounds in 10 years or less. How do you keep off the extra pounds? You know, I have a lot of friends who are Jewish who just had Rosh Hashanah and you know these other holidays that are coming up this year where they're going to have to take time off of work,、uh, of work and spend with family. And they're like, "Oh, how do you do it? Like,、oh, I have this with family, I have that with family." And I said, "Yeah, usually like when I, because I'm I'm a born Catholic, I'm." You know,、um, you know, this is where my traditional family is. My dad is Italian.、Um, we get together and we do family stuff. And you know, my wife, her family is 
uh, Spanish culture. So, you know, a lot of great food. A lot, oh, man, the food is so good. And, and, you know, Spanish food is probably better than American food. Uh, very less, a lot less stuff that's fried. Nothing's really fried. Everything's really fresh. The rice and beans are my fave. Um, it's all great stuff, right? Uh, sorry, I had to burp. So how do I prevent my weight gain? Well, you can't beat science. So you have to eat less and you have to move more. So continue movement. I continue my mobility. Fasting, skipping breakfast. If you have Thanksgiving dinner or Thanksgiving lunch or Thanksgiving dinner and lunch, you better not be eating in the morning. You better just be drinking water. And you may look at me like, oh, that's bad. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Well, tell that to your scale that you step on every day for the last 20 years because clearly it hasn't been working out if you put on 100 pounds. Do something different. Do something different. Do intermittent fasting. Skip breakfast. People call it intermittent fasting, trying to be fancy. It's skipping breakfast, guys. Our body is meant to go days without food. It's meant to go hours without food. And I feel people don't understand this concept. It's the same concept with barefoot shoes, barefoot walking. People think that our body needs shoes like we were born with them. We weren't. We didn't come out of the womb with Jordans on, guys. It's so lame. Most importantly, it's, morally, it's mostly affecting men and women, but in the professional scene. Dress shoes, pointed toes. Over 50 years, your toes are crammed, your feet hurt, you have broken toes, you have broken ankles, you have bad mobility in your foot and your ankle, which leads to bad mobility in your knees and hips. It's the same concept. People conform to what society says because they don't know how to live in their own terms. So I'm here to tell you that with regards to weight gain, it's, it's exactly the same. People think that you can't skip breakfast because it's the most important meal of the day. No, every meal is just as important as the next. People are worried about if they're eating too late at night, like it's 7.30 at night. Yeah, you don't want to eat right before you go to bed, but that's another detail that's just not as important as the main detail, which is what the fuck are you eating in the first place? What are you eating and how much are you eating? And how much are you drinking? It all goes into that. The calories in, calories out is 100% true. I just don't like to micromanage my shit, so I don't count calories. I don't count macros. I don't do it. I don't like to micromanage. Maybe you do. Maybe that gets you off. Maybe that's good for you. Then do it. But how do you lose weight? How do you keep it off? The whirlwind of the holidays. The family. Oh, they're pulling you in this direction. If you don't eat mom's spaghetti, she's going to be pissed, and you know you don't want mom pissed. Oh, if you don't eat that pasta, then you know dad's going to be mad. You know you don't want dad mad, right? Or you just feed him a few more beers and maybe he'll be happy but here's my my point is people and family members are going to pull you away from trying to get your goals or they'll make fun of you at the dinner table and what i say all the time is i'm in shape look at me i'm the most in shape motherfucker on in my family obviously what i'm doing is paying off and the proof is in the pudding okay may sound cocky may sound that way i put pride into what i do I put pride into not stuffing my face nonstop like a jabroni. You can just shut your mouth. And I mean that with eating. If you're gaining so much weight, how about stop putting things in your mouth? Stop putting food in your mouth. Close your mouth. You're gaining weight because you're eating too much and you're not moving enough. Done. But there's other things too. 
I was on the train this morning and people, this is called the PATH train in New Jersey, and people will literally wait to get a seat, meaning they're on the track. So you're on the track, the train comes by. If none of you are city people, I'm trying to try to paint the visual. So you're waiting for the train. It's like a subway. I don't know if you ever took a subway, but it's kind of a train. It's it's called the path, okay? For this premise, if you've ever been in the subway, which I'm assuming most people will, it's a subway, okay? And it rolls up to the track and people wait. And then people get in. And I mean, when they get in, they storm. The first they are jumping for seats. They are pushing people out of the way. They're sprinting for a seat. There's only a limited amount of seats, or else you gotta stand, right? And some days I'll get a seat. And when I'm the first one in, some days I won't. Sometimes I like to get a seat. You know, it's not good, too good to stand too long either. It's not good, too good to sit too long. But we're talking about a 15, 20-minute subway ride. It's not like a long ride. People will literally sit outside, right? And if they get to the subway with the doors open or the path with the doors open and all the seats are taken, they'll step back outside of the cart and stand where the door is for the next train behind it because they didn't get a seat for that train. That's lazy. That's why people get overweight. That's why people gain weight because they're not willing to stand for 20 minutes on the subway or on the train. It's something that blew my mind. I always wonder why just people stood there. And me, I'm getting on the train no matter what. Seats, no seats, I'm jumping in. People stand right in front of the entrance. Like the doors are wide open. It's like, stand clear, stand clear the closing doors, please. People just stand right in the front of the fucking entrance for the next train and don't have any mind about what the other people are doing trying to get on the train. So I'm like trying to get through people and weave in and out and push people out of the way. I'm like, I'm trying to get on this train. And people just stand there and wait for the next train right where the door entrance is. So the door closes, that train leaves, another train pulls up right in the same spot. So now they're first in line when the door is open to get a seat. They're literally too lazy to hop on that train they get there early. They're just trying to get a seat. And I get it if someone's pregnant or something. But these disabled people, you know, disabilities, a lot of people with disabilities need seats too. And there's priority seating for these folks on the on the path. And I give up my seat to a pregnant lady or, you know, a woman with child at any time or someone with a disability. I'll be the first one to give up my seat because I don't need to sit forever, okay? My point is, do things that make you more active. Stand more on the subway or take the stairs when there's an elevator or take the stairs when there's an escalator. Take the fucking stairs when there's some type of mechanical device. If it helps you, know that people die all the time on elevators and escalators, like all the time. People get crushed by these things. These things fall. New York City happens every day. Take the stairs. Much safer anyway better for your hips, for your back. You're going to lift your knees up. You're going to get some exercise. You're going to strengthen those legs and walk up some flights of stairs. That's more movement. That's more calories burned. And if you're eating less, then you're going to keep off that weight. Literally taking the stairs is a great way to keep off the poundage. Go for a walk, you know, um, walk through the park at lunch, get some sunlight, do some yoga, do some mobi mobility routine, drink a ton of water in the morning. But that path, the, the path, the subway path on New in New Jersey just boggles my mind about how people literally will wait for the next one because they can't get a seat. Like you have to be that lazy. 
it is astonishing. And I took a look at the people this morning, and I'll continue to take a look at those people and kind of size them up. And the ones I looked at this morning were completely out of shape. And I'm not just making that up. They were completely out of shape. They did not look like healthy human beings. Their face looked like they were going to die. Like, it just didn't look good. And I'm not just saying that to get your attention. I'm just telling you. Mentality and your discipline and your choices, like taking the stairs over the elevator or just getting on the fucking subway and standing for the ride rather than having to have a seat. You have to have a seat. Like you're entitled to a seat. It just astonishes me. To keep off the pounds, you gotta stay move. You gotta stay move, moving. You gotta be mobile. You gotta be willing to stand. Like, are you not confident in yourself enough to sit? Are you not confident in yourself enough to take the stairs and be able to get up a flight of stairs without breathing heavy? Shoot, I can't even do this podcast without breathing heavy. I'm losing my breath right now. But I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying, like, do more, move more, eat less. Drink more water in the morning. Eat less. Skip breakfast. Try it. Cut out dairy. Cut out bread. Cut out pasta. Cut out sugars. Cut out artificial sweeteners. Eliminate it. When people push you to go out for a beer, say no. When family pushes you to have that extra slice of pie, say no. When family pushes you to... when you, Or how about this? When you know you have a feast, this is my strategy. Thanksgiving Day, I do not eat all day. I drink water. Because I know... At nighttime, I'm going to throw down. And I'm going to throw down big boy style. And in order for me to throw down big boy style, I need to feel good and not guilty. So for me to feel good and not guilty, I don't eat any calories throughout the day. Maybe a banana or something just to hold me over. A lot of water. And when it's nighttime, when it's dinner time, and when I'm with the in-laws, and it's Thanksgiving, and we're having that Spanish cuisine, that authentic, that's authentica cucina. That would be Italian cucina. Cocina. That's Spanish. I am throwing down big boy style. I'm throwing down the calories. I'm smashing everything in sight. But I didn't eat anything that entire day. So, does it fit my macros? Yes. So, the macro thing is true. Obviously, I just don't like to count them. And I just look at myself in the mirror. Am I getting fat? Nope. Okay. Am I feeling good? Yep. Okay. Obviously, meditation, yoga, lifting weights, stuff like that, walking, barefoot work, it's all beneficial. But just don't be a lazy fuck and close your mouth. It's the essentials of not gaining weight. And the thing that pains a lot of people is they know this is true. <laughs> it's like it's not like people don't want to try. It's just people don't try hard enough. You're not putting in enough effort to see the results. And you're not going to get the results if you don't put in the work. Nothing worth having is easy. If you're netting one pound a year... 50 pounds away, 50 years away, you're going to be 50 pounds heavier. It's just the law of numbers and statistics. So break the mold, do something different, cut out dairy, cut out sweeteners, cut out sugar, cut out pasta, cut out bread, cut out, you know, cut out these extra processed bags and all this garbage, right? You don't need that. All right, you don't need to be antisocial. But it's okay to bring your own food. Bring your own food. Bring something healthy. Bring a sweet potato or bring an avocado, bring three sweet potatoes and three avocados, you know, bring your own meal, bring, bring your grass-fed beef, bring your pasture-raised chicken, bring your pasture-raised eggs, bring your wild-caught salmon, bring your heritage-raised pork and, and bacon, 
bring these things. Bring your asparagus. Bring your salad, your spinach salad. Bring these things. Bring your white rice. Bring it to the meal or bring it to the house that you're going to so you can eat yourself. People look at you and say it's weird. Well, you're investing in your health. You're investing in your life. You know, then the flip side of this, a few years ago, I had a health issue. Yes, and I'm going to get down on one knee for your, for the final close just to get my hips because I've been sitting in this chair, so now I'm in a lunge position. A couple of years ago, I had a, I went to a doctor. I wasn't feeling good. I was using the bathroom, and, and, it, and, I, and I had, like, blood in the bathroom toilet, right, which is obviously never a good sign for a guy or a woman. So I went to the doctor, and the doctor said, well, hey, you're – uh, we did your blood test, and the creatinine levels in one of your kidneys is extremely low. Um, not extremely low, but it was low, like dangerously low. So I was like, okay, what's that from? He's like, are you taking like supplements and protein powders? And at the time, this was before the fitness crew, I was taking whey protein, like three scoops a day. I was eating everything, like as many calories as possible, trying to bulk and be, be fucking huge. And it backfired because I was eating too much. I was working out, yes, but I was eating too much. I was drinking probably a little too much. And that doesn't benefit your body and your digestive system. And it scared me. So that's really where I started dialing in on my nutrition, eliminating all protein powders, eliminating all pre-workouts or anything like that. Saved me a ton of money cutting out supplements. And now I just take a multivitamin. That's the only supplement I take. Um, and... I've been healthier ever since, ever since. I took my blood test the year after. This was three years ago. So two years ago, I took the blood test after. said, it's great. Last year, blood test was great. I need to go this year, I think. I haven't been, I don't know if I went this year yet. Um, my point is that these scares will make you make a change. And I thought I was really healthy, and I was for the most part. But now I'm way more conscious of what I do. And um, I think you should be too. Because diabetes is real. Um, problem with digestion and stuff that's real kidney failure is real um you know, all these other things that are real obesity is real these things happen because of poor food choices and lack of movement over the course of long stretches not just a year a day not just that one dessert you had but it's that one dessert you have five times a week for 10 years and then you're pre-diabetic and you wonder why well, someone should have told you that those Oreos are no good, man. And if it's so important to you to have them and that's the sacrifice you want to make for to have diabetes for the rest of your life, then, geez, man, you're hardcore. Like, I, I don't understand why you do that to yourself, but many people just don't know they're doing it to yourself. So hopefully this podcast helps you open up your awareness. If you're putting on the extra pounds, take the stairs. Don't take the elevator. Walk. Okay, walk places. Don't just jump in your car when something's two miles away or, or a mile away. Just walk. You know, ride a bike. Um, go hiking. Get outside. Get the get some vitamin D. Cut the lawn. Um, meditate. Do yoga. Do some mobility routines. Cut out the extra calories. Say no to friends who want to go out and drink beers all night. And just cut out the desserts. And those little smart decisions are going to go a long way. When you eat less and when you move more, science will not fail you. You're not going to gain weight that way. All right. So I hope this one was entertaining and enjoyable for all of you. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 143 of the Fitness Crew Podcast. Make sure you're subscribed. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and 
TikTok, baby. You already know TikTok's the next wave. I already feel it coming. And you heard it here first. So thank you guys so much for joining me. Have an amazing day, an amazing weekend. We will see you in the next one. Peace.